0: Welcome to the Steady On Podcast, where God's hard truth meets your hard story. I don't need to tell you that life gets hard. Life gets hard, really hard. But God's faithfulness is still active and alive in our hard. And these episodes are dedicated to remembering and claiming the promises of a faithful God. I'm your host, Angie Bauman. I'm a pastor and Bible teacher, founder of Steady On Ministries, and creator of the Step-by-Step Bible Study Method. But more than that, I'm a trauma and abuse survivor who carried a heavy weight of shame and worthlessness for many years. And I still struggle, but I live in much more freedom now because I know God through His Word and speak truth to the lies of the enemy with His Word. And that's what we do here. On Mondays, we take it in by studying the promises of God. And on Wednesdays, we live it out with teaching and testimony on the promises of God. So thank you for tuning in, my friend. You are the reason for this show. And I'm so very, very glad you are here. Let's get started. Welcome, friend. Today, we're going to take it in with Lamentations 326 using my step-by-step Bible study method. And you will find links to a study sheet as well as videos for the step-by-step masterclass in today's show notes if you'd like to learn more. And I want to welcome back to the show my dear, dear friend, Susie Crosby. Susie, welcome back. Thanks, Angie. As I said, we're going to be in Lamentations 3.26, and I'm going to read it from the HCSB to get us started. And it says this, it is good to wait quietly for deliverance from the Lord. A little book overview on Lamentations. It is a poetic book responding to the destruction of Jerusalem and the temple by the Babylonians. It consists of five chapters, each of which is a distinct poem. The author is believed to be Jeremiah. He also wrote, uh, at least most of, the Old Testament book of Jeremiah. And the date of Lamentations is shortly after Jerusalem fell to Babylon, like late 586 or early 585 BC. Chapter three, where we're hanging out today, or the third poem, has 66 verses, and it is entitled, usually in your Bibles, it'll be entitled something like, Great is your faithfulness, Or God's mercy in the midst of a disaster. Uh, The the section of the chapter that we're hanging out in today is about rising hope in God's help and God's goodness to the seeking soul. I like that rising hope. Sometimes when we're struggling, Susie, (laughs) don't Mm -hmm. we need this just like inside us? I'm like, there's a hope that is rising. That sounds uh, confident and like defiant against the whatever it is that's threatening
1: to bring us or hold us down, right? I love that because hope is one of my favorite words, but hope rising, Mm. this sounds like a little bit more strength to it. Yes. Yeah. 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 There's like a momentum to it. Like this is the
0: direct, I'm moving towards hope instead of towards despair. Right. Yeah. I love it. Love it. Love it. Okay. So again, Lamentations 3.26 says it is good to wait quietly for deliverance from the Lord. So step one in the Bible study method is to choose our word. And I will turn that to Susie to get us started.
1: Okay, well, our word for today is quietly and that uh, the definition of quietly is free from noise or uproar, making no or very little noise, um, marked by little or no motion or activity. And then I have in capital letters, not disturbed by Mm -hmm. noise or activity. And the opposite of the word quietly is uh, loud, noisy, noisy boisterous, clattery, or raucous. Some okay. So word. as a kindergarten teacher, you know, the difference between <laughs> quiet and noise, I do you not? Do. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, what is quiet? Yes. <laughs> I don't even know if I know what that is. <laughs> uh,
0: I like to put some of those opposites back into the verse because I just feel like it helps us I began to wrestle with the lie already, step four, but also it just sounds ridiculous sometimes. And I mm-hmm. think it's good for it to find. So Lamentations is saying it's good to wait quietly for deliverance, but some of those opposites would be, it's good to wait excitedly or excitably, right? It's good to wait nervously. Well, we know that's <laughs> not going to be good. It's good to wait edgily. Now, these are some of the opposites that I found. It's mm-hmm. good to wait restlessly or tensely, mm. or how about this one? Twitchily. <laughs> That's I, but don't we feel like that when we're waiting for God yes. to move instead of having this rising hope we were just talking about actually we're like twitchy mm-hmm. you know, or nervous we're yes yeah yeah these things that actually we don't need to be when we go back and choose to trust him mm-hmm. for whatever it is whatever deliverance is coming that we trust
1: him in that so yeah, you found um, some good uh, some good opposites yeah. <laughs>
0: twitchily. I didn't even know that was a word. It might not be.
1: <laughs> I think we can all relate to that one, though. We know
0: what it feels like to mm-hmm. be twitchily. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I sure do. Oh, step two is to investigate, and that's divided into four parts. Part one is to compare the word in other translations. Here's a couple of things that I found. The King James said, hope and quietly wait. The CEB, wait in silence. The CJB, wait patiently. The GNV, Trust and wait. That's always a big part of this, isn't it? Mm -hmm. And the YLT: Stay and stand still. Stay and stand still. Don't be twitchy, right? Or (laughs) fidgety. I bet with your students too. A lot of times, there's like you. They may not be saying anything. I'm saying they, we, you know, but they may not be saying anything. But they're still not like trusting the process or being patient or something like that because they're just so fidgety. And you can you can see on the outside, what's going on in the inside. Mm -hmm. And I think some of the things, even if I'm like, say that I'm waiting on him or say that I'm trusting him somehow with my movements, it's obvious. I'm still trying to make something happen before his timing. Right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So part two is to research the original word. And what did you find when you were studying?
1: Well, we find it in Hebrews of one seven, or in Hebrew, it's number one, seven, four, eight. And it is pronounced do mom and that means still silently dumb and quietly wait and then I looked it up also in the King James uh, dictionary and it's it says in silence silently and calm which Mm. I thought was an interesting word that I didn't see anywhere else was that whole opposite of twitchily Richly, yes to be
0: calm right Mm -hmm. absolutely yeah yeah and when we talk about dumb here this is like a literal translation of Mm -hmm. like not Not speaking speaking. right like Mm -hmm. right yeah Mm -hmm. right yeah um i found from the root word a couple of things that i wrote down were cease and to be cut down and to hold peace I thought about that. Like mm. h- hope rising and hold peace seem to go together. Like when we believe in the hope that it is that the, there's a hope coming up in this circumstance, yeah. then I think that helps us hold our peace, peace and also rest and tarry and wait. And I I just wrote down this note to myself: stop talking and trying to fix it. Like, really, you know, <laughs> yeah. like that. Like there's this motion, this oh activity, goodness, yes. this twitchiness. Like Ange, just tarry. You know, just. Mm um, cease mm-hmm. in Psalm 46, 10, that a lot of people love that says, be still and know that I'm God. Right. Yes. But one of the, down too. the, Oh, do you, I think it's yeah. the NLT. I'm not sure if I'm quoting this right, but one of the translations that I love says cease striving and know that I'm God. Mm-hmm. And I, I thought of that with this too, cease yes. striving, stop talking and trying to fix it mm-hmm. actually. And here's the thing that I think he calls us to do watch for where I'm working watch for where I'm working and that will help you stay calm. That'll help you um, minimize the yeah. the twitching, the fidgeting. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Part three is to read some commentary. And I had a couple of things that stood out to me um, from the enduring word commentary. It says everything previous in lamentations was deep in despair. And the misery was by no means over. Yet these flashes of light are welcome and necessary. Against all the despair, Jeremiah proclaims to himself and all others the goodness of hope and patient seeking of God. And I, I like that the commentator pointed that out. Like, it's not the rising hope isn't because whatever we were dealing with is over. Right. That's a good cause for celebration, too. But he's saying you can have this rising
1: hope and this quiet waiting while you're still in the thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I actually um, found it and what Matthew Henry wrote about it too, that, that as bad as things are in the book of Lamentations, it is owing to the mercy of God that they are not worse.
0: So- <laughs> <laughs> it Which- could always be worse. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, yeah. I paraphrase something that I read from uh, Poole because his, it was very wordy what he wrote, but I wrote this in my own words. His commentary said, patience and waiting are the fruit of hope. I liked that the Mm -hmm. way he was saying it. And again, those are my words of the way he was saying this, what I was receiving. If we truly believe in something, we can wait peacefully for it to become our reality. Like patience and waiting are the fruit of hope. So if we really Mm -hmm. hope in something, if we really do have that hope rising, we can say, I can, I can deal with the fact I don't have it today Mm -hmm. because I trust in the fact that I will have it and maybe not it. I always, we always talk about this. Maybe not the it that I imagined or dreamed, but because I trust him and I trust in his character, that I know that whatever it is that is coming, it will be good and I can wait for it. Mm-hmm. Um, Abner Cho, maybe C H O U, said this about the verse silence can mean a physical silence, but it also displays a certain attitude, one of contentment and expectancy. The poet fully trusts and is confident in God's future action. Isn't it? Fully trusts and is confident in God's future action. He does not need to make a, wait for it, panicked commotion about his needs. <laughs> do <laughs> you just like, I love that. like you're like waving to God, like here, 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 I'm here. Like, like your students in school, yes. me, like me, 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 me. I got yes. it. Yeah. Like, look at me, you know, pick me or whatever, but we don't need to make a panicked commotion oh. about our needs because we are trusting mm-hmm. and confident in God's future action. And then FB Huey Jr. said, um, the last thing that I had that something else that I really liked. Lamentations 3, 25 to 27 reveals some qualities of genuine faith. I always like a little checklist. So here are his qualities of genuine faith. Number one, believe in God's goodness to those who trust in him. Number two, confidently and without complaint, waiting for God's help. And number three, willingness to accept hardship and testing, knowing that they strengthen faith. Hmm. And then it goes on to say, those who truly trust in the Lord, do not complain or despair,
1: even when in trouble. Mm.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And that was, um, I read some, just a few commentaries and what I kind of pulled from all of those was sort of a lot of what you're saying about hope and um, faith and confidence in him, but also that there's a humility to Mm. the quietness and waiting quietly that, Matthew Henry says, not quarreling with God or making ourselves uneasy. Yeah. So those two tend to be sort of the the way I would go a little bit like, God, why? Like this, you know, I wanted this, or this is not happening or having that quarrel, that struggle, or the other thing I would tend to do is just lie awake and worry or Mm -hmm. stew or try to figure it out myself. And those, but neither one of those things is showing that trust or that humility and that willingness to go, okay, God's, I trust his character. He's got this and it's his timing. And I, I can just wait quietly because it's yeah. hard. It is really hard, yeah. but yeah, but we're not supposed to quarrel with God or make ourselves uneasy.
0: Right. And it's not that we don't question him. I know, you know, this It's. I mean, right. I, he wants our questions, but are we asking questions in submission? Right and in trust, right? Like I, because I think it's Definitely. it. It helps our faith muscle grow, and we're like, I know who you are, and this isn't lining up with who you are right now, mm-hmm. and I'm struggling with that, right? Like, oh, I'm thinking yeah. about something personal in my life. Yeah. Like, this, please remind me who you are, or please yes. uh, calm my heart, because right now I want to push against you, and I want to say no, this isn't the right way, and and I am. What is that? What did he say? Panicked commotion. That's what I feel inside, yes. but I don't want to. Because we've been here before and I know you are good. Um, I think it's right to bring those things, but there's, but you're like, you're saying there is this humility in like, this is how I feel, but I, I want to surrender to what I know about you and not just give in to what I feel.
1: Right. And just the act of bringing it to him is that humility because it's, it's not like we're just turning our back and saying, and, and quarreling silently giving him the silent treatment we're saying right. we come to him and say i trust your character yes this doesn't line up i'm having a hard time that's yes. okay to do that is humbleness that's yeah. humility right
0: yeah 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 because i know yeah. it doesn't line up for me right now but i know it's because i don't understand or it's because yes. i don't see it all because yeah. you don't change and i trust in that right yeah. you are consistent yep. and you are good so Uh, Part four is to rewrite the verse in our own words. And um, here it is again, Lamentations 3.26. It is good to wait quietly for deliverance from the Lord. Susie, how did you rewrite that in your own words?
1: What I wrote was close your mouth for a while. (laughs) (laughs) Still your thoughts. God will be faithful to you. Just wait quietly.
0: God will be faithful to you. God is faithful to us. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So step three in the method is to find the character of God. And I put that he is a non-anxious presence, aka peace. (laughs) But Mm. I God is not nervous or in a hurry and I can cling to and follow his example. God is peace. Like he doesn't get in a hurry. He's not scared. He's not nervous. He's not anxious. He's not running around going, Oh my goodness, I forgot about this. (laughs) Uh, You know, uh, oh, I didn't know this, or I didn't see this, or I didn't know you'd feel this way. Like there's nothing about that. And he doesn't get in a hurry with, I I don't understand how that's true, but Mm -hmm. he, there's no anxiety and there's no, um, worry and yeah, he's just, he's just not like that at all. He's never in a, in a hurry and he's never nervous about what's going on. And then I also, oh, go ahead. Can I I jump in here? I I heard
1: something on the radio the other day that I I'm still thinking about that. The that Dallas Willard said to describe Jesus in one word would would he would use the word relaxed. Mm. And I was like, "Huh!" It, it just kind of caught me by surprise. But that's exactly what you're describing. He yeah. isn't panicked. Mm-mm. He isn't. He didn't forget. Yeah, not scrambling around. Right. He, he's about, got it.
0: I think about that so much in the Gospels, where the needs were overwhelming. Uh-huh. I mean, every day he got up and as a man, he could uh-huh. never deal with all of the things the just the, the physical needs, the present needs, but also the emotional needs and the fact that the, he was trying to tell them and they weren't getting it. And I mean, just <laughs> so much. And I'm like, how? but even when he pulled away, it, it's like the Gospels would say, like sort of it says, and then it got to be too much and he pulled away. And I can just it's like and it, he it, it never I mean, there are moments that he, we have moments of anger and we have moments of like, you know. I think some frustration with them, like they're not getting it. And certainly we have emotions because he was fully human as well, but he, yeah, he's just peaceful. He's mm-hmm. just, yeah, he continues yeah. to be like, I already, he already knew the end. And so he didn't need to worry about how it was going to end. And the thing is, it's true for us. Like, I, I already know how this is going to end. Yeah. But I forget that I don't need to worry about how it's going to end. Somehow yeah. I get all anxious about how it's going to end when the reality is, honey, you already know how it's going to end. Mm-hmm. Ugh, Ange. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so step four is to identify the lie of the enemy. And this is a place where we just try to take a hard look inside ourselves and say, what is it that we're afraid of? What is it that gets in the way? What is the obstacle? Uh, the enemy is the, a liar and the father of lies. He is a deceiver. He uses half-truths to try to trip us up. And so what's something, Susie, that stands out to you about this one?
1: I wrote that if I think quietly about it, I will be overcome by discouragement mm-hmm. when it's actually the opposite. I think I get afraid to think quietly about things.
0: Yes. I to think, to think that's we push times God? of silence. Silence yeah. is hard for us. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And the other thing I wrote was, if I worry and complain, maybe I can have some influence or control over the outcome, right?
0: Well, maybe you didn't hear me when I said what I Uh, wanted. So let me
1: restate that. Yes.
0: Ten more times. Exactly. (laughs) In a different way, or yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. I similarly, I put it's up to you. You better figure this out. You better make it happen. You better do something. Everything will fall apart if you don't rush around and find a solution. You know, same kind of thing where you're just like panicked commotion, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, our it's like our it was like emotion, it's like emotional fight or flight sometimes when we're in a Mm -hmm. difficult situation, and it seems like the wrong thing to do to wait we have to make something happen, but yeah. I really appreciate what you just said. Cause I hadn't thought of it that way before, but sometimes just sitting is scary. Like mm-hmm. maybe if I just sit here, I'll get an answer. I don't want mm-hmm. yeah. or no answer at all, at least not yet. And I yeah. have to keep trusting in something that I do not see. And maybe even right now do not feel. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Well, step five is called. So what, and I asked myself a couple of questions. I put What does quietly look for me right now? So, I did an episode with Matt just a few weeks ago, actually. Oh, yeah, a few weeks ago now. It was from August the 7th. So, if you hadn't had a chance to listen, I encourage you, I'll link it in the show notes. But it talked about my word and my verse for this year. And I think this verse is relating to that so much for me because my word this year is stand. And I'm learning that stand, and I think even one of the verses, the comparison that we did today, it said stand still, but stand isn't about doing, but it's also not passive. Like stand is about trusting and praising and remembering God's goodness. It's about surrender. It's about submission. Psalm 34, eight said, blessed is the one who takes refuge in the Lord. And that was an episode from June 12th. I'll remember, I'll link that one too. But for me, all of this is going together like this quite waiting Uh quietly when it seems like that's weak. And we're actually not doing anything like some, there's such power in it because there's power in the trusting, right? And that's helps us stand firm. It helps us stand strong. Um, taking refuge and running to him when I'm in trouble and trusting in his protection and provision. This is a quiet stand, right? Like, it's just like, no, I'm taking a stand and it may look like I'm doing nothing, but for me, I'm doing like the bravest thing I can do. And that is nothing, you know, cause I'm just going to stand on my trust. And that's a place that we, we can't be, knocked over or knocked down when we stand on that. So for me, I just as I was doing this first, Susie, I'm like, oh my goodness, so many things over the past like few months are just coming together in a way that's just it's like he just reinforces the lesson to me over and over again. So yeah. What about
1: you? Well I was thinking about when we stand when I was went to a Lutheran church growing up, we would stand and sing out of our hymnals. Mm. And one of the favorites still to this day, my, probably my favorite hymn is great is thy faithfulness. Mm. And, you know, we would stand and sing that you mentioned standing because I think it's almost like hope rising, like you stand up and, and belt it out that you, that this is true about God, this, these characteristics of him. And in that song, especially we learn about his faithfulness, great is his faithfulness, but also his compassion and his mercies. And that was the verse, just a few, a few verses back. Yes, from this one is the verse about that that song is based on that him is based on and it says in Lamentations 322 though the Lord's mercies through the Lord's mercies we are not consumed because his compassions fail not they are new every morning. great is your faithfulness And mm-hmm. so his compassion, his mercies and his faithfulness if we really stand on those we really hold on to those, then we can wait quietly. And when I am feeling overwhelmed and I'm not feeling quiet or feeling peaceful, I will sometimes just listen to that hymn and remember his faithfulness and, uh, and those verses about his mercy that's new every morning and that his compassions fail not even when I do. I I would just encourage any of our listeners, if you're feeling like it's hard to be quiet listen to that hymn mm-hmm. or read the words of that hymn it's really it it really reminds us of who god is and and, and maybe just stand and do it yes i love <laughs> that know? so much Rise, and hope I, rising and
0: that's that's one of the ways that this is it is quiet but it's not passive what right. are we doing to increase our trust in the lord as we wait i had a podcast guest years ago That likes what you're like, the kind of thing that you're talking about with songs, and she created a Spotify list of one of her favorite songs Mm. in a bunch of different versions. So it plays like five or six times in a row with different people. I know I thought that was so great. So I just add that here because if it's that him or another one or a song. You know, Mm -hmm. a lot of times, especially if something's any age at all, multiple people have recorded it, especially Mm -hmm. a hymn like that. You could probably find 10 different songs and just make a little Spotify playlist and let it run, you know, and just let those words just wash over you. I love that, Mm -hmm. Susie. That's just a great, great takeaway. Thank you for that. Mm -hmm. Friend, we'd love to hear your takeaway. If you have one, I encourage you to email me at steadyonpodcast at gmail.com. If you haven't yet, I would be grateful if you would subscribe to the podcast on whatever directory you're using to listen. It helps the show a great deal, and it guarantees you will receive every episode as soon as they drop. And I encourage you to tune in on Wednesday. I will be chatting with Lori Pollack-Short, who um, joined me to talk about the benefits, yes, benefits of waiting on the Lord. (laughs) She talked about God's timing and how important it is that we trust Him in the waiting. And her testimony will be our live it out on Lamentations three twenty six, Susie, thank you for joining me again today. I love doing these with you. Thanks, Angie. And thank you, friend, for listening. I pray wherever your day takes you, you're walking in the confident knowledge that you are a beloved, cherished child of God. Peace.